Hello and welcome. It is Friday and I hope you're all excited and ready to head into the weekend fuck person free. It is the most lighthearted and fun time of the week here on a Friday. Although sometimes, I mean, I'm not very good at doing lighthearted because we are going to do Is It A Red Flag today. And of course, some of them are going to be less, less than lighthearted. But here we are. Here we go. We're in it for whatever, right? It is time for Ick Stories. I love Ick Stories, although they do, they they make me feel like slightly like in pain a little bit, you know, like with sadness, but empathy. And I also find them funny. Like it just gives me such a big mixed range of emotions, man. Like I hope you feel the same. Anyway, let's do some Ick Stories now. Ah, oh, this one says he wrote "You're beautiful" in a message. The problem here is that it's "You're beautiful." Y O U R, not Y O U R E. And you know, when people do things like that, I just want to write. If they write "You're beautiful," I want to write "My beautiful what?" My my beautiful what? Like, where's the rest of this sentence? But I have also learned that we have to. Be kind to people about knowing the difference between your, your, their, their. I have obviously spent much of my life being very judgmental about grammar and things like that. But actually, growing up and parenting a child with very severe dyslexia, I would punch you in your fucking face if you judged him for saying you're beautiful instead of you are beautiful. I would come for you with a gang of people. If any woman in the future judges my dyslexic son for their, their, your, your, any type of grammatic error, I'll put her on blast. So ultimately, I'm not going to have that as an ick when it comes to grandma. I think we need to stop being such absolute dickheads about it. And I hold my hands up. I have been that dickhead. Like, oh my God. He said, you're sexy. So I replied, you're sexy what? Ha ha ha. But now... I'm like, oh, he said, you're beautiful. Yes, I am beautiful. And he's recognised it. And even though he said you're instead of you are, he's still saying beautiful. You are beautiful. But maybe you're not because you got the ick over a man with terrible grammar. You are ugly inside. Not really. You're not. But I do think we all need to be a bit better about this one. So I decline that ick. I'm not having it. All right, the next ick says... His armpit hair was long and silky. Oh, it's the silky part for me, but also how do you know that? Were you like stroking it sensually? Like, and how long was it? Like, how long was this? Like, I'm 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 picturing it now, like that stroking feel it, like I'm stroking my own hair. And how long did this go on for? And how silky was it? What did he use? Maybe we should find this out. What are you washing your armpit hair with, bro? Like. We need some tips. Pantene, Timote, probably nothing if he's a man. Probably fairy washing up liquid or some harpic bleach that he's found next to the toilet because men are notoriously bad at washing with soap. So I'm hearing from the internet anyway. But long, silky armpit hair. Well, first of all, don't rub people's armpits hair. Like, well, maybe you can. Maybe it's fine. Like, but maybe just don't stroke it in a way to be able to find that it was long and silky. Or did you not stroke it? Did he lift up his arms and it was like blowing in the wind, this kind of shimmering, like a Timothée advert, but like under his armpits? 
now I've got the ick actually. I'm trying to be like, oh, don't be judgmental about silky armpit hair. And now I'm like, the more that I'm picturing this shimmering fucking silky armpit hair, and the more I'm feeling quite significantly sick. So yeah, I totally get that ick. That's absolutely fine. But you know, armpit hair is natural and we need to find out how we get his kind of arm, not on our armpits. I don't want armpit hair. Oh, everything I fucking say, I feel like I have to give it a disclaimer. Like, I don't want armpit hair, but you can have armpit hair because there's nothing wrong with it. But if you do have armpit hair, try and make it like this, guys. Look after it. Get a bit of fucking Pantene going. Oh, okay. This ick. I want his phone number. He cried while watching Forrest Gump. I watched Forrest Gump recently and only just realized what a fucking phenomenal film it is. If you haven't seen Forrest Gump since you were a kid, I totally didn't quite get it. I knew I liked it when I was younger when I first watched it, but it's really political and really clever and like really well done film. And actually, if he cried and you didn't, you are the problem. You know that Taylor Swift, hey, me, I'm the problem, it's me, it's you. That is your theme tune because you should have been crying too. You you should have been crying and you should have been supporting him and looking after him and then having like a post-Forrest Gump debrief discussion together where you went over it all, raked through the emotions and felt better. You are the ick here. Uh, if a man doesn't cry at Forrest Gump, that is a problem. So I don't know what your name is. He should be running from you. Run! Run, Forrest Gump. No, that's not how it goes, does it? Run, Forrest. Oh, I don't even know. But anyway, watch the film. It's fucking great. And don't hang out with people who don't cry. Uh, the next ick says, he asked if I wanted him to pick up some chock-chock from the shop. I think I've mentioned this before, but for me, this is full ick. Totally support you in this one. In fact, we had an ick a little while ago that was about somebody calling Birmingham brum-brum. And chock chock is in a similar vein. Anything where words are like double repeated in an unnecessary way. Chock chock, poo poo, wee wee, you know what I mean? Like you don't need to do, what are other double words that we don't like? Like doggy woggy. Ugh! That's horrific, but that's bad enough. Do you want some chock chock? Do you want to wipe your bum bum? Ah, there's only a need if you are talking to a two-year-old. And then you can say, do you want to wipe, wipe your bum bum because you've done a poo-poo? Only acceptable time. Chock, chock. Unacceptable. You should have called the police. I know I say that quite often for things that you shouldn't have called the police for, especially in this fucking economy. But what I mean by that is it is it's disgusting. It's disgusting and he should know better. This one says, I got the ick because he had a roof rack on his car. This is Think about roof racks, isn't there? Even though they are quite clearly practical, you can get sports equipment on there, you can get camping equipment on there. Like, who wouldn't want a roof? I wish I had a roof rack. I would put my Tesco shopping on there. Why don't people do that, actually? Because actually, I've got a really small boot and I've just thought, maybe I should get a roof rack. Can you get like a mobile cupboard and you can actually put things in there? I don't know. I need to investigate this. But there is something about a roof rack that just says, I've conceded, I am now going to spend the rest of my life going to garden centres and B&Q. It just says, I'm done. I'm not exciting anymore. I don't want to meet anyone new. 
I'm approaching death with vigor and rooming through the streets with my load on top of my car. That's it. Like, it just says middle-aged, loud, the roof rack, leave it to your dad. Is that immature of me? That is probably immature, isn't it? I don't care. All right, the final ick says, every time we had sex, he would say, int for a penny. What? Isn't the rest of that sentence, int for a pound? And what does that even mean? Int for a penny, int for a pound. So it means... Like, well, if you're putting in a little bit, you might as well go wholeheartedly. So I don't understand. So was it the tip? Like, in for a penny. And then when the whole dick went in, it was like, in for a pound. I don't know why he'd go from Yorkshire to Cockney. But anyway, was that the context? Or like, what? How, when did this come about? Oh, oh, my God. I've actually just figured it out. In for a pound. He wants to pound her. That's what it is, isn't it? In for a penny, in for a pound. He's going in for a fucking pound. And here's me thinking it's some innocent Yorkshire-type situation, like, in for a penny, when actually it's a disgusting message about wanting to pound you. And as we all know, being pounded and jackhammered is not the way forward. So, oh, okay, I'm glad we figured this one out. That is disgusting. Big ick. Hi guys, it's me and I'm here to tell you about another Sony Music Entertainment podcast. Now I know you all like to have a deeper look and get under the skin of a subject, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to me deconstructing hot topics and getting into the nitty gritty with all your dating dilemmas. So I think you're going to love getting curious with the fabulous Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye. Every week they deep dive into conversations with a variety of experts on some really, really important and eye or ear opening topics like the history of abortion and the science of sleep. Get excited, get curious and listen to Getting Curious wherever you get your podcasts. So, the, is this a red flag feature is your opportunity to ask me, is something a red flag? And I will tell you my opinion. We should probably have a look at like green flags and stuff as well to make everything a little bit less dark and sinister. But the first question for is this a red flag says when you've been dating for a month, but he is still talking to women on the apps. Is this a red flag? Mm, these ones are kind of nuanced, you know. I think it's fine to talk to a variety of different people, even when you're dating. I don't think you need to put all your eggs in one basket or become exclusive to people until you really know that actually, yeah, you're somebody who's worth pursuing. And you might not have even figured that out after a month. I mean, certainly for people like me, I, I can't date more than one person at once. And, and they will always be very clear in my head, like, I really like this particular person and therefore I don't want to talk to other people. But not everyone is like that. And so for me, like, if I was dating someone but also talking to others, that would be a red flag to that person I'm dating because that means I'm not fully invested because there's no chance of me talking to other people if I'm into you. So maybe that is a red flag, that he's just not that certain about you. But maybe that's just how he does things. Maybe he needs to feel that like, you know, I'm, I'm still keeping my options open, but actually I do really like this woman. And maybe I'll start reducing the numbers of people that I'm talking to as things progress and see whether she likes me back. 
Who knows? But if it feels like a red flag, if it feels like, hey, we're at the stage where, you know, this month has gone really well and, and, and actually I am feeling like we're coming to the point of like exclusivity, this feels mad to me that you're out here still talking to other women, then trust that feeling. Only you will know whether it is that time to be like, hey, look, things are going really well. I feel uncomfortable with you talking to other people. What's going on with exclusivity? But yeah, potentially red flaggy, but maybe not. I'm sorry, I didn't really help you very much with that one. Is this a red flag? Hand around my neck during the first time having sex. So, of course... I mean, hand around neck is quite different to choking or strangulation. So like a gentle hand around the neck while you're kissing, for a lot of people that's going to be, well, it's just something that happens. If there's no pressure, if it's not done in a violent way, if it's not done in a frightening way, if it's just a gentle hand on the neck, some people may see that as just like a normal way of touching somebody when you're kissing or when you're being very passionate. But permission or consent needs to be informed. You actually can't consent. I keep saying choked and strangulation. I'm using the words interchangeably because a lot of people, when it comes to sex, refer to it as choking. But actually, it's strangulation. And you cannot consent to strangulation if you aren't actually aware of the risks. The risks is the leading cause of strokes in women under 40. It can cause death, it can cause paralysis, incontinence, blindness, brain damage. There actually is really no safe way of doing it properly. You'd have to be highly trained in breath play. So somebody saying, yeah, I consent to you strangling me, they're not consenting if they're not aware of the extremely grave risks that they are consenting to. Now, for some people, any touching of the neck is going to be massively triggering depending on previous experiences that they've had it could be something that is really traumatizing and so that is why anything like that should be preceded by a conversation about consent it should you know there should be can I touch your neck or you know can I put my hand here is a really simple thing to say before you put a hand there now a lot of people aren't going to do that with just a gentle hand touch on the neck although like somebody who did do that I'd be really that would be such green flag behavior even people who may do that for choking might not do that for hand on the neck. So I find it difficult to answer this one because if you'd have said choking or strangulation during sex without consent, I'd have said absolute red flag, absolute, no question about it. it you cannot just go around doing that to somebody. There has to be some discussion about it first, some permission given. A gentle hand on the neck, it feels different to me. As I say, there is potential to really trigger some people. Most people would probably be okay with it, apart from people who have had properly, you know, bad experiences. So that's why it's not necessarily a flag, maybe a pink flag, because obviously you've noticed that hand on your neck and you didn't like it maybe. Maybe that's a point where you can have that discussion of, oh, that was a bit triggering for me. Maybe things like that we could have a discussion about in advance, see how that person takes it. If they become defensive or they think you're being ridiculous, then that would be a red flag reaction. But in itself, I think maybe it needs further exploration. We need to know kind of a bit more about it, about your history, about how they went about it, but certainly something to discuss, not 100% an outright red flag unless it is choking or strangulation. And finally, is this a red flag? 
He told me recently that he deletes our message thread all the time and it feels like a red flag and it hurts. So obviously what she's talking about is on WhatsApp or on text, you'd have your message thread where you can look back over all of the conversation that you've had with each other previously. And he is deleting theirs all the time, which obviously is a potential red flag for somebody with a partner, because why else would you need to do that? Now, it may be for like storage reasons on your phone. Maybe that's what he's doing it for. And it's perfectly innocent. Maybe he's a really organized person who deletes all his emails. Everything gets deleted out of the recycle bin you know, before the 30 days is up, maybe he's just really like super admin focused and just really good at that kind of stuff. I never delete anybody's conversation thread, especially men that I'm interested in because I want to sit with my limerence and read over all the conversations that we've had with each other in the past. But he may well just be super organized or he may be deleting the thread because he doesn't want any trace of you on his phone. And again, this is one of those things where we have to think about, is this red flag coming from him or is it coming from me internally am I somebody who's just really like been fucked over so many times by men that I'm just assuming that all of these things are a red flag or actually is he giving me things like is there little other things that's making me think "Mm, this guy is in a relationship like can he speak to you all the time whenever or in the evenings does he like you know shut off and you can't get hold of him have you been to his house have you met his friends are you on his social media you know if all of those things are also not happening then there's big red flags for them potentially being in a relationship but only you will be able to figure this one out it's not definitely an immediate one some of those things are pink flags if they're in isolation but more than one pink flag turns into a red so maybe a red but be hard on him and trust your gut That is the most important thing. What's your intuition saying? Follow that. All right. So we always finish Fridays with a Friday night reminder. The Friday night reminder is just a little reminder to help you go into the weekend. Fuck boy, fuck girl, fuck person free. And my reminder for you today is do not send paragraphs. They don't fucking read them. The amount of times that somebody has annoyed me, I've decided it's over, or I want to tell a guy that has done something awful how I feel or how he's made me feel or whatever, and I have sent like 3,000 word WhatsApp message where I'm like, hey, I just want you to know that even though it's over and I never want to see you again, you've really hurt me. And uh, on the day that I met you, I really thought that this was going to be something different. And then by the fucking end, I'm like, anyway have a blessed life. And you know, I've actually sat with a man before who received one of those from the girl that he was seeing. And I saw him not even read it. He read like the first three lines and then just sort of like scrolled up. And then he got to the end and he wrote, okay, with a kiss. And he hadn't even read the thing. And after that moment, I thought, This is the last time that I am dramatically involving myself in writing a fucking paragraph for a man. Because I used to really get into it. Like, I would have our song on in the background. You know, like, Al Green would be there like, Ah, I'm so in love with you. And I'd be like, And I just want you to know that I really hoped for the best between us. Not even knowing that I'm sending this to a man who's probably got his penis in somebody else's mouth while he receives it, you know? It's just pointless. Sometimes it is just better to say, you know what? I don't need closure. I don't need to say my piece. You can. You can if you want. Send whatever you want. But 
It can be just such a relief to instead of sending that fucking toxic begging paragraph to just go, okay, I'm done and I'm not sending the paragraph and I'm fine. Or write the paragraph down, send it to yourself, keep it in your notes or send it to your mates, but do not send it to them this weekend. And that's it. We are done for another Friday. We'll be back on Monday as per usual. So I hope you have a fabulous weekend and I'll see you soon. La la la, let me explain. This has been a Sony Music Entertainment production.